0: I'm Andy Fisher, WNEW News. At seven minutes past ten, time for the Sears Radio Theater. That's the theme from the Sears Radio Theater. Tonight, a story of the West with Lorne Green as your host. Here's a preview.
1: You and I share a common love, Mr. Nugent, this country. You're the only man who can help me do what I came here to do. Where are you? Stand
0: on the summit of Long's Peak. The The Sears Radio Theater will begin after this message from your local station.
2: if trivia turns you on, turn on William B. Williams and Bill St. James every weekday when they may give you a chance to win WNEW cash for the answers to trivia questions from any one of four categories, and you pick the category. To be eligible to play, send your name, address, phone number, including your business number if you work between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m., and your favorite category, hot luck, sports, entertainment, or recent world history, to WNEW right away. Now, if William B. or Bill call you, You'll win $10 for a trivia quickie answer or $100 for a Jim Lowe trivia toppy. The question may be trivial, but the cash is not. And by the way, whether you answer your question correctly or not, you're eligible just for playing to win an AM-FM stereo system in a weekly drawing. Better get those cards in right away. To Trivia, WAW, 565 5th Avenue, New York, 10017. I wonder what the longest-running play on Broadway was, after all. And Break the Bank, wasn't that Burt Parks? And who was the last hitter to hit 400?
3: I did not, either. You're crazy. Oh, man, don't give me that. Hey, who's that guy over there with the dog? Oh, that's Mr. Kessler. Uh, Mr. Kessler! Hello, gentlemen. Pugsley, say hello. (laughs) Mr. Kessler
4: had a heart attack last Christmas. Says that's why he's out with Pugsley every night. What for? He's got exercise. Build his heart back up. How do you know all that? My
5: mom is a volunteer for the Heart Association. She told me. He doesn't look sick to me at
6: all. People are successfully recovering from heart attacks in far greater numbers today than ever before. The American Heart Association has fought long and hard against heart disease, funding important heart research, developing emergency rescue procedures, and establishing guidelines for the rehabilitation of heart attack victims. But the fight is far from over. Supporting the American Heart Association is like a long-term investment in your future. We're fighting for your life. This is Lauren
7: Green. It's autumn, 1873. We are in the Colorado Rockies. A rider on horseback approaches along the rough trail, sitting expertly astride a Mexican saddle and wearing an incongruous, tropical-weight Hawaiian riding costume. It is Miss Isabella Byrd, the English gentlewoman whose exploits as a world traveler were recently the subject of an article in Greeley's Tribune. Invalided for much of her life by a spinal disease, Isabella left her native England a year ago to embark on a sea voyage for her health. Along the way, she cheerfully weathered a hurricane, then spent six months in the Hawaiian Islands, most of the time in the saddle, where her health continued to improve as she camped out of doors in a drenching rain and roaring typhoon on the rim of an active volcano. Now, Isabella has ridden here to the Colorado Rockies of the far west to continue her astonishing cure with an attempt to climb America's Matterhorn, the 14,700 foot summit of Long's Peak. She rides leisurely, overcome by her first glimpse of this wild, rocky mountain country with its loveliness to bewilder and grandeur to awe shot rings through the clear mountain air. Isabella feels the bullet whiz past her ear and looks up to see a man on horseback on a trail above. Such a man as she has never seen. Shaggy hair, thick moustached, one side of his face cruelly scarred with a patch over the eye, a knife at his belt, a rifle across his saddle, and a pistol in his hand. <laughs> He rears his horse against the sky, rents the air with the unbridled cry of a savage, and thunders down the craggy slope toward his The Englishwoman spurs her horse, wheels it sharply off the trail, and down the perilous slope below. The chase, classic ingredient of any worthwhile adventure of the West, has begun. And so has our story, which is in most respects a true one.
0: Radio Theater, a new adventure in radio listening. Five nights of exceptional entertainment every week, brought to you in Elliot Lewis production of The Sears Radio Theater. Our story, The Lady and the Outlaw by Shirley Gordon. Our stars, Antoinette Bauer and Len Burman. The Sears Radio Theater is brought to you by Sears Roebuck and Company, where value is your byword. Sears, where America shops. Hurry, hurry, step right up to most Sears retail stores
4: for the Sears National Hardware Week sale. Take aim for special savings on these items. Save $40 on a fully automatic garage door opener. <coughs> Save $10 to $15 on several handy and versatile bathroom storage cabinets. Get $40 off a 14-inch lightweight chainsaw with its own carrying case. Take home big savings. Real straight shooting at the Sears National Hardware Week sale. Hurry, hurry. Prices may vary in Alaska and away.
3: Nearly everyone at our party mentioned our new Sears Dream Supreme carpeting. Did
4: anyone say anything about my rutabaga
3: dip? Marvin said Dream Supreme looks so thick and luxurious. He loved its velvety, soft, plush pile.
4: What
5: about my rutabaga dip?
3: Eloise adored the color. Of my rutabaga dip? I told her that avocado lime is just one of Dream Supreme's 20 lustrous colors, and when Doris heard the Dream Supreme is so reasonably priced and treated with Scotchgard brand fabric protector... Okay,
6: what about my tuna fish upside-down cake?
3: Dream Supreme Carpeting in most larger Sears retail stores.
6: The word's
8: out and spreading fast about the jeans from Sears Men's Store that grow old beautifully.
5: It's
0: a sure sign they're feeling fine and feeling good. For the denim that keeps going strong a long time.
5: Up. Get them trim
8: cut. Regular cut, even get them free wash. The jeans that grow old beautifully, now at most Sears retail stores.
5: Up!
7: One of Miss Isabella Bird's gifts to the future was her journal.
1: Contrary to its reputation, I had found this wild country, a place where ordinary crime hardly existed. Doors were never locked, property was safe, and a woman might ride anywhere alone. And so I hardly anticipated being pursued down the side of a mountain. Please, let me in.
9: What's after you, woman? A grizzly?
1: No, put down your gun. Don't fire. It isn't an animal, it's a man.
9: I can see for myself now But it's more an animal than a man, I'd say. Come inside, miss. The sight alone of that one is enough to drive your sanity from you.
3: It was Mount Jim out there, wasn't it, Pa? Was he coming to get us, Pa? Was he?
9: Now those are your mother's wild stories, not mine. I have a good deal worse to tell of that, varmint. But they're no tales for the ears of babes. Catherine, we have a guest.
3: Now, I see that, Mr. Evans. Rest yourself, love. I'll pick you a cup of good, strong tea. Thank you. Wherever is
9: it that you've uh, ridden from, ma'am?
3: Far.
1: Quite far.
9: Your English?
1: Yes, my name is Isabella Bird.
9: Griff Evans here, my wife Catherine, our sons Richard and Thomas.
1: I
3: must say I'm happy to have found you.
9: Whatever is it that's brought a lady such as yourself riding alone in, into this wild country?
3: Let the poor woman rest from your questions, Mr. Evans. Sabre your tea, Miss Bird. And Thomas, you and Richard, go see to our visitor's horse. I hope that old outlaw will carry us off and eat us.
1: He is an outlaw, then, this mountain, Jim. I thought so. He had the word Desperado written all over him.
9: In blood, ma'am. He's renowned in these parts. Rocky Mountain Jim Nugent.
1: A man to stay clear of, Miss Bird. I'm not easily intimidated by untamed man any more than untamed country. Mr. Nugent nearly took me by surprise.
9: All the same, I suggest you stay on your guard as long as you're in these parts. And that you give thought to not remain in here long.
3: Not that you're not welcome. My husband doesn't mean that.
9: I only meant the winter snows will be coming soon. I'll be taking my own wife and children down to Denver before the month is out. Only the men stay on here then.
1: I shall be staying until I've done what I came to do.
9: Which is what, ma'am?
3: To climb to the summit of Long's Peak.
9: Good Lord, woman, that's a blame, foolhardy notion.
3: My husband puts the truth too bluntly, Miss Bird. But it's true that only one other, a man, has ever made that terrible climb.
9: And the bloody fool like to never got back down alive. Whatever put that idea into your head, Miss.
1: Long months of being a prisoner in my bed, Mr. Evans. Oh, you were an invalid, Miss Bird? And still would be if I hadn't had the foolhardy notion of getting up one day.
9: Well, I'll not encourage you in your plan, but while you're here, you're welcome to the use of the little cabin on our land, if you like.
1: You have a cabin I can use? Oh, how perfect. I'm afraid you'll find it far from perfect. I have just dropped in to the very place I have been seeking. This country offers everything that is rapturous and delightful to me. Grandeur, cheerfulness, enjoyment, novelty, freedom, and health in every breath of air. I have a log cabin raised on six posts all to myself with a small lake close to it and a skunk's lair underneath it.
5: Miss
9: Bird, it's me, ma'am, Griff Evans. Yes, Mr. Evans. I was just thinking you'd like to be out enjoying the sunrise, ma'am.
1: Oh yes, it's beautiful. Thank you for rousing me.
9: As a matter of fact, I was also thinking. Uh, that is, having haven't seen the way you handle a horse. Well, the thing is, Miss, I could do with a hand to help me round up the cattle.
1: Mister Evans, you couldn't think of anything that would please me more. The only way to enjoy a sunrise is riding out to meet it.
9: Yes, ma'am. <laughs>
3: Finish it with the quaintness and charm of Sears Jenny Lynn's Crib Dresser and Chest. Your baby will be secure in our old-fashioned crib built with high sides and a safety drop-side latch, and each handsome maple-colored piece comes in a non-toxic finish. Sears Jenny Lynn Dresser and Chest is furniture that will adapt gracefully as baby grows older, too. So visit us soon, because Sears has baby buys bundled up, available at most Sears retail stores. What's the best way to save on new clothes? Sew them. Start by saving $40 on a Kenmore sewing machine at Sears with a convertible free arm for narrow sleeves, cuffs, and legs, a built-in button holder, even six stretch stitches. This free arm Kenmore, just $199.95, and save $30 on a wood veneer sewing cabinet. Sale
2: ends March 31st. Prices and dates may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. Available at most Sears retail stores. Kenmore. Solid as Sears.
4: Hurry, hurry, step right up to most Sears retail stores for the Sears National Hardware Week Sale. Save $3 a gallon on easy-living flat, semi-gloss, and sealing paint. Now only $9.99 a gallon. Save $100 on a 10-inch radial arm saw with leg set. Just $279.95. Save $30 or $40 on two crystal glass chandeliers. Now $59.99 and $79.99. Take home big savings. It's Sears National Hardware Week Sale. Prices may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.
9: I tell you, Catherine, Miss B here is as good as a man on the range And a blame sight better than some I've had
1: <laughs> I learned to a horse when I was a small child Riding with my father around his parish I was sickly even then but my father wisely prescribed the out of doors. Being finally confined indoors to a bed must have been
3: terrible for you.
1: Lying straight and lifeless as a board with my head held rigid in a steel net to relieve the pressure from my spine. But it was my spirit that was dying. It's hard for me even to imagine. Seems as though I've just never had the time to be sick at all. Nor will I ever again. All those doctors who used to hover around my bedside trying to force a cup of broth down my throat. Oh, they should see me now. Putting away a ranch hand's portion without a qualm.
9: (laughs) Eat hearty, Miss B. You've earned it. And a day of rest as well. Tomorrow's Sunday and we'll let the cattle be.
1: Well, then tomorrow I shall ride purely for pleasure.
9: I caution you again not to go riding off alone in this country.
1: I have never feared to ride alone anywhere, Mr. Evans. Tomorrow I shall seek some wild, lonely place where I may offer my Sunday worship. Nature's Cathedral is the only church that suits my fancy.
5: Then
9: I say you'd better tote a gun to church.
1: Mr. Evans, I may work the range like a man, but I have an aversion to masculine women. A gun which I've no need of and wouldn't know what to do with shall never become part of my attire.
9: Very well, Miss B. Suit yourself if you will. But keep in mind, Mountain Jim is just as accustomed to having his way as it appears you are to having yours.
1: The dense, ancient, silent forest is awe-inspiring to me. Surely the Most High dwelleth here, in a temple not made with hands, and with no distracting back view of ladies' hairstyles and bonnets. Who's there? Mr. Nugent? You can't frighten me a second time, Mr. Nugent. Already Mr. Nugent. Although I am sorry you had to kill him.
10: Well, let's see. I just settled an old score.
1: Your eye, the wounds on your face. It was a grizzly. Who are you? The name is Isabella Bird.
10: What are you doing here?
1: Enjoying your country, Mr. Nugent.
10: This is my country. Mine and his, the grizzly.
1: He's beautiful.
10: Well, all things are.
1: Yes, Mr. Nugent.
10: Except. Tell me, Miss Burton, my face, does it repel you?
1: I never look at faces, Mr. Nugent. I look behind them.
10: Oh. Well, what do you see behind this one? What do you think you see?
1: A man who cares and kills. And cares Still.
10: If you're squeamish, better move on. I'm going to skin me a bear.
1: I don't blame you. It's a handsome pelt. Tell me, Mr. Nugent, is it your custom always to welcome a stranger to your country in the manner you received me?
10: Didn't know you were a woman. I can see well enough now that you are.
1: Good day, Mr. Nugent. You have my gratitude for my life. So you see, Mr. Evans, I now owe my life to that outlaw you told me to fear Thank God he was
3: there, this time
9: Oh, I'm not saying Jim Nugent doesn't sometimes show a better side to his nature His face is a reflection of the man right enough One side handsome as a god, the other the depiction of evil itself
1: It must have been a terrible thing, his battle with a grizzly that did that.
9: Don't waste your sympathy. There are plenty to swear to the pain Mountain Jim has inflicted on others, equal to what that grizzly gave him.
1: I won't doubt the word of what you say. Nevertheless, I can only judge a man as I find him.
9: Miss B... I've no right to be telling you what you should or shouldn't do.
1: I've learned that no one has that right for another.
9: But I'd be neglecting my duty if I didn't urge you to again leave here with Catherine and the boys when I take them down to Denver tomorrow.
1: I told you, Mr. Evans, I shan't leave till I've done what I set my heart on.
9: Good heavens, woman, winter's coming on. You can't still be thinking of Scaling Long's Peak.
1: There is nothing, nor anyone, that could deter me with that magnificent crest in my sight.
9: And I fear for your life.
1: Don't you see? At this moment, the mountain is my life. Oh, is it, Bella? I beg you also, please be careful. Look, I'm grateful to both of you for your concern. But you must understand. I've spent too much of my life being careful, as I was told. And I found it slow death. Humor me, my dear friends. Let me climb my mountain.
9: But to undertake such a climb, a woman alone...
1: Not alone. I shall seek someone to accompany me.
9: That's some relief, at least. Though I can't imagine who it'll be.
1: There is only one it can be.
9: Jim Nugent? Good God, woman, you are mad. Challenging hell with the devil himself at your side.
1: If it is hell I'm challenging, as you say, Mr. Evans, then I could have no better companion than the devil himself.
0: radio theater will return after this message from your local station
6: what if you went off to college and found that you were different from everyone else and everything was designed for them not for you suppose you went to the library and all the books you needed were in braille and you were the only one who couldn't read you'd feel left out wouldn't you And what if you went to class and found that there were no chairs because all the other students rolled in with their own wheelchairs? Suppose one of your professors gave his lectures talking with his hands, only his hands, and everyone understood sign language except you. You'd think it wasn't fair. Well, that's how handicapped people feel now when they go to college and find extra handicaps. But things are changing, and we have free information that can help. Write, Closer Look, Box 1492, Washington, D.C., 20013. A public service message on behalf of the United States Office of Education.
2: This is Becky there of the New York Yankees. I'm proud to be a member of a great team and I'm equally proud of my family, Stormy, my wife, and our two children. They're both healthy, normal kids. But you know, there are some children in this world, in your neighborhood, who are not so lucky. They were born with handicaps, injured in accidents, or disabled by illness. All they want is an equal chance with other children to work, to play, to learn, and to feel they will have a place in the world when they grow up. The Easter Seal Society is preparing both children and adults for tomorrow, rehabilitating them, giving them a chance to become self-respecting citizens. That's why I support the work of Easter Seals. As a member of the National Easter Seals Sports Council, we hope you support your local Easter Seals program. It's a great way to help handicapped people.
7: If a single word could describe Miss Isabella Byrd, It would be dauntless. Miss Bird, once she set a goal for herself, was unstoppable. Here's how she described her first sight of Jim Nugent's cabin.
1: It was a rude black log cabin, with smoke coming out of the window and out of the mud roof, covered with lynx, beaver, and other furs laid out to dry. Beaver paws were pinned out on the logs, a part of the carcass of a deer hung on one side of the cabin, ...and a skinned beaver lay in front of the door. It looked like the den of a wild beast. Mr. Nugent? It's you. I've come to ask something of you, Mr. Nugent.
10: Uh, Come inside if you want, though. It's not fixed up for a lady. Thank you. And that old log does for a chair...
1: It's quite comfortable.
10: I can offer you a drink of fresh mountain water.
1: I am thirsty for my ride. Thank you.
10: Don't suppose whiskey strikes you fancy?
1: I've seen it to be only a curse, Mr. Nugent.
10: It's been my curse, right enough. You haven't come to ask me to give it up, have you?
1: I doubt that whiskey would mix well with what I've come to ask of you.
10: I can't imagine what business you and I could have together.
1: You and I share a common love, Mr. Nugent, this country. You're the only man who can help me do what I came here to do.
10: What are you here for, then?
1: To stand on the summit of Long's Peak.
10: You're no ordinary woman,
1: I knew that. Will you accompany me, Mr. Nugent?
10: (laughs) So that's all you want of me, to risk my life long with your own.
1: I thought it might be an endeavor that would appeal to you. A mountain is no ordinary match for a man.
10: Or a woman. And uh, when are you planning this undertaking, Miss Byrd?
1: At once. I think it's imperative not to delay the attempt any longer.
10: (laughs) It's imperative, all right.
1: Will you do it, then?
10: Well, I don't suppose I got anything better to do.
1: Thank you, Mr. Nugent. Hmm.
10: Doubt there'd be any stopping you.
1: By sunlight or moonlight The splintered grey crest of Long's Peak Unfailingly arrests the eyes From it come all storms of snow and wind And the fork lightning plays round its head like a glory It is one of the loveliest of mountains The ride was a series of glories and surprises, of park and glade, of lake and stream, of mountains on mountains. From the dry buff grass of the park, we turned up a steep pine-clothed hill and down to a small valley whose deepest hollow contained the lake of the lilies. From this, we rode upwards through the purple gloom of great pine forests. The pines grew smaller and more sparse as we passed the timber line. But yet a little higher, a slope of mountain meadow dipped towards a bright stream trickling under ice and icicles through a grove of the beautiful silver spruce.
10: We'll camp here for the night.) <laughs>
1: A group of small silver spruces away from the fire was my sleeping place but I could not sleep. I was anxious about the ascent for gusts of ominous sounds swept through the pines at intervals. Wild animals howled, and it was strange to see the notorious desperado stretched out against the firelight, singing a mournful song to his dog ring..
10: And we...
1: Then, sleeping as quietly as innocence sleeps. at the notch, a gate of rock, we found ourselves absolutely on the knife-like backbone of Long's Peak, only a few feet wide and covered with colossal boulders. 2,000 feet of solid rock towered above us, 4,000 feet of broken rock shelved precipitously below. The climb, it begins.
5: Here,
0: tie the other end of this rope securely around your waist. I'm starting up.
1: At last, with throbbing hearts and panting lungs, we reached the top of the gorge, squeezed ourselves through two gigantic rocks that brought us by an abrupt turn to a narrow shelf, rugged, uneven, and so overhung by the cliffs above, it was necessary to crouch to pass it at all below the most tremendous precipice I have ever seen descended in one unbroken fall. One slip and a breathing, thinking human being would lie 3,000 feet below, a shapeless, bloody heap. As we crept from the ledge round a horn of rock, I beheld what made me perfectly sick and dizzy to look at. The terminal peak itself, a smooth wall of pink granite, as nearly perpendicular as anything could be yet still be possible to climb. Scaling, not climbing, was the correct term for this last descent. It took one hour to accomplish 500 feet, with the only footholds narrow cracks or minute projections on the granite, all the while tortured with thirst and gasping for breath. But at last, (laughs) the peak was won. At last, Stand upon the storm-held of this lonely settlement of the rocky range. Uplifted above love and hate and storms of passion, calm amidst the eternal silences. I am once more in your debt.
10: So. You're the first man or woman for many a year who's treated me like a human being.
3: How sad.
10: Spare your pity i earned the treatment I'm given. If you want to know how nearly a man can become a beast, I'll tell you.
1: No, please. Oh,
10: I had a proper enough beginning. Soldier father and a loving mother, too loving I took advantage and she spoiled me.
1: It is sad to see what one sometimes does to another in the name of love.
10: But we were a proper family, Miss Byrne. Church every Sunday. That's where I first saw her. A I was uh, 17. A girl. An angel. I wanted to see her more, to, to see only her for all my life. I was forbidden.
1: But you were young. There was time.
10: No, there was no time. One Sunday in church, I looked for her. God, that lovely presence. She was an angel, and the Lord had called her early.
1: Oh, how awful for you.
10: I found a way to get back at them. At my family, my mother, with this.
1: Whiskey.
10: 18, it became my one true friend.
1: A mistaken notion... But you were just a boy.
10: I warmed my belly with it and left home. Trapped for the Hudson Bay Company while. Became government Indian scout.
1: And performed many brave deeds, I have heard.
10: I did my job well enough. Like earning a reputation, a name, Rocky Mountain, Jim Virgin. I soon made it a name to be reckoned with, a name written across this country in blood.
1: Mr. Nugent. Oh,
10: there was a time when you should have seen me. Before the grizzly took my eye, sixteen golden curls across my shoulders in my scout's uniform with a bright red sash above my waist. ...soon enough stained redder with blood.
1: Please, Mr. Nugent, I don't wish to hear more. But
10: you shall. I'm determined you shall hear it all.
1: His story took hours to tell. Crowded with illustrations of a desperado's career. Told with a rush of wild eloquence that was truly thrilling. As his proud, fierce soul poured itself out with hatred and self-loathing... blood on his hands murder in his heart he made me promise to keep one or two things secret whether he were living or dead and I promised for I had no choice but they come between me and the sunshine sometimes where are you going?
5: out there
10: I should stay out on the open range until I know you're gone from my sight
5: perhaps I shall lose myself Sam already truly
1: lost. I should as quickly as possible grant Mr. Nugent's wish of having me gone from his sight. For with the ascent of Longs Peak accomplished, there was nothing more to detain me in this wild mountain country.
3: growing pretty big these days, we've got family members in nine different states, and Sears sure comes in handy. We can select gifts at the Sears near us, then bring them along on visits to our daughter in Seattle and my brother in Miami, and if what we bought isn't just right for them, they go to Sears near them and exchange it. That's Sears. In their stores or through the catalog, Sears is where America shops. Sears, Sears,
2: Sears, Sears, where America shops. Understand you type fast. Yes. Accurate? Well... That's okay. You'll be typing on Sears exclusive corrector electric typewriter with easy correction and more. It's Sears best. Try typing Sears corrector typewriter. Whoops. Now, first, Sears is S-E-A-R-S, not Z. So, backspace to the incorrect letter. Tap the correction key. Now the mistake is blocked out. Next, type the correct letter. Then proceed.
3: Yes, Daddy.
4: Hey, look, in here, inside this stylish man's dress shirt. I'm a Sears Value Dress Shirt label, just popping with pride. Because Sears Value Dress Shirts are sure to be popular for a number of reasons. They have fashion spread collars, come in classic patterns and solids in short sleeves. You'll appreciate the perma-pressed polyester or polyester cotton blends for easy care. Plus, at low value prices, what a buy. Just look for me, the Value Dress Shirt label at Sears Bend Store. Where style, sense, and satisfaction combine to label me
5: right for you.
7: Lorne Green again with the concluding act of *The Lady and the Outlaw*.
9: I wish there was a way to stop you, Miss B.
1: There is no way, Mister Evans.
9: The weather is far from finished with fire and ammunition, you know.
1: I shall be fine, and. Give your love to Catherine and the boys when I pass through Denver.
9: They shall be glad to see you, that's for certain.
1: Thank you again for my Rocky Mountain home. Mind my little family of skunks for me, won't you?
9: I will that, by keeping my distance.
1: Goodbye then, Mr. Evans.
9: Godspeed then, Miss B.
5: Everything
1: was buried under a glittering shroud of snow. The babble of the streams was bound by fetters of ice. No branches creaked in the still air, no birds sang, no one passed or met me. There were no cabins near or far. The only sound was the crunch of the snow under my horse's feet. There was a flash of a pistol close to my ear. I looked up to see what I took to be a stranger, strikingly youthful and handsome with sixteen golden curls falling down the collar of his Indian scouts uniform and the bright red sash about his waist. Mr. Nugent! I scarcely recognized you. Looking now as you once did, splendid in your scouts uniform, but... (laughs) Would you send me out of your country in the same manner you welcomed me to it with a bullet?
5: You're
0: a foolish woman, Miss Bird. Even I, an old mountaineer, would be wary of riding down to the plains
10: before winter is safely over.
1: I shall fare as well as I see you have fared your stubborn winter's exile, Mr. Nugent.
10: We are alike after all, you and I. We do what we fancy when we fancy.
1: It is time for me to leave your country, Mr. Nugent.
10: Then I am here to escort you, Miss Bird. The trail becomes steep here. Watch your horse. <laughs>
1: I appreciate your providing me such a handsome escort into town.
10: Mm, Never thought I'd have occasion to ever don this uniform and sash again.
1: And I must bring my riding skirt from my pack and subject my protesting spine to riding side saddle through the town. It is my one compromise with civilization.
10: I must ask you to make another. Tomorrow, you must wear this.
1: But I've never carried a gun. Not even in the wildest
10: country, let alone in town. You've never ridden into town in such company before. You can conceal it beneath your skirt along with your old riding breeches. <laughs>
1: Accustomed to stairs as I rode into towns, but now riding into town alongside a notorious desperado, I saw more than curiosity in people's eyes. I saw fear and their own inclination to kill. There's a yard's good store, Mister Nugent. My riding clothes are in sore need of mending.
10: Well, go on in then. I'll wait out here in front. Stay, ring.
1: I won't be lost. three
8: yards of this material, please. Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, of course. Uh, Right away. Uh, Here you are, ma'am.
1: How much do I owe you?
8: Owe me? Uh, Oh, uh, no, uh, no charge. Uh, No charge. My pleasure. But I don't understand. Here. No, no, that's all right, ma'am. Please, just don't shoot that thing.
1: Oh, the gun. I'm sorry, I, I don't usually carry... No, uh, you just take
8: anything in the store you want, ma'am. Uh, uh, everything fine, Mr. Nugent. She'll be
1: right out. I'm very sorry to have caused a disturbance. <laughs> Good day, everyone. Here, Mr. Nugent, please take your gun back. <laughs> Let's get out of here quickly. <laughs> down this street, I think. Griff Evans' family will be surprised enough when they see me, but I imagine quite startled when they see you.
0: <laughs> the boys will no doubt think I've come
10: to eat them.
1: Hello, Thomas. Uh, well, well, Miss Bird, who's that with you? This is Mr. Nugent. I doubt you've ever had a formal introduction. Uh, Mr. Nugent? Mountain Kim? it can't be.
10: Pleased to meet you, Mr.
1: Evans. You too, sir Miss Bird Oh, what a joy to see you again I'd bring you Mr. Evans' love as well Oh, and I've been kindly escorted down from the mountains by Mr. Nugent You see,
3: Mama, it's a mountain here. We've never formally met Mr. Nugent I'm Catherine Evans
5: My pleasure, ma'am
3: And this is my youngest son, Thomas He's a little frightened of you He's heard stories. It's
10: all right, young Thomas. I've sworn off eating little boys.
3: Richard, you and Thomas, seat to the horses.
10: And the uh, seat a ring here as well, will you? <laughs> He's sworn off eating little boys too.
3: Come in, Miss Bird, and Mister Nugent. Fancy, Miss Bird. All of Denver's going to turn out for the gala dance this evening, all in your honor, and you won't
1: join them. I do wish you would. Of all people, I'd like you to be there. My husband, my son's a good friend or two. This is all the company I wish. All that I can take. I understand. The solitude of a mountaintop appeals to me far more than this evening, I assure you. But can you imagine, Mr. Nugent has agreed to enjoy the evening with me. I marvel at the great change that's come over the man. He's only returned himself. Still, he is too quick with his gun. And I'm concerned about what could happen tonight if someone should anger him, or if he should drink too much whiskey. That's strange. He told me he had a dream. A dream? While we were camped out, on the night before we rode into town... He dreamed there was going to be a dance. But he couldn't have known. It wasn't planned. No one knew you were arriving. During the dance, in the dream, someone gave offense to me and Mr. Nugent felt obliged to kill him. But it... it was only a dream, after all. Yes. Of course. It was only a dream. Right now, I'd better see to getting dressed. <laughs>
10: Right, Miss Bird, seeing you now, gowned as the woman you are, a gun surely doesn't suit you.
1: I have no need or liking for guns.
10: They are only for cowards. But even I will have no need of one tonight. In your honor, I shall wear no weapons to the dance.
1: Oh, Mr. Nugent, I'm so relieved. Well, you
10: should be. I'll be much lighter on my feet. Our
8: fair city is honored by your
1: presence, Miss Bird. Thank you. May I introduce Mr. Nugent? Well,
10: I've, I've, I've heard of Mr.
5: Nugent, but I... Uh, Never had the pleasure. Uh, you needn't worry. Any of you. Uh, out of deference to Miss Bird, I'm traveling light this evening. I'm here just to enjoy
8: the festivities. May I, Miss Byrne? A bloody disgrace, that's what it is. How's okay. that? A countrywoman of mine in the arms of a common ruffian. A man who's run rampant over the countryside, killing, thieving, assaulting women. I ask you to unhand that lady, sir.
10: You talking to me?
3: Mr. Nugent. <sighs>
10: As you can see, the lady and I are having a dance. Uh, if you just simmer down and let the boys play their music. Shall we try again, Miss Bird?
8: Sir, I insist on defending the honor of my
10: countrywoman.
7: <sighs> Why,
10: now? <laughs> you wouldn't want to soil your lace cuffs and clean yellow gloves now, would you? <laughs> Relax, folks, our young English dandy here is just feeling a little too big for his fancy britches.
5: <laughs> Ow! Ow! Mr. Nugent! Shut it. Mr. Nugent. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
1: too late, Miss Bird. Yes. Too late. Uh-huh. Don't stop howling. I know. Take it back up to the mountains with you when you go. It is a child of the mountains, as he was. I wish you would stay a while longer, Miss Bird. He said we were alike. We do what we fancy when we fancy. I must get started if I want to make Greeley by sunset. (laughs)
3: is a playground of texture at Sears Junior Bazaar. Our classic blazer is touchable in cotton
4: and polyester terry. Push the collar and the sleeves up, wrap it close, or let it breeze open.
1: Slip a saucy pointel top underneath, and you've got contrast. Or let each go solo in the sunshine. Finish with crisp coolness in polyester and cotton, poplin wrap skirts, and pleated pants. All mix and matchable in neutral and earthy tones from Junior
3: Bazaar at most larger Sears retail stores.
4: Hurry, hurry, step right up to most Sears retail stores for the Sears National Hardware Week sale. Take aim for special savings on these items. Save 40% on total regular separate catalog prices for a 70-piece mechanics tool set. Now just $59.99. Save $40 on a 5-horsepower rototiller and $25 off an attractive 20-inch bathroom vanity and top. Take home big savings. It's Sears National Hardware Week sale. Hurry, hurry. Prices may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. Join
8: millions of Americans and shop the easy way with a Sears credit card. All you do to apply is call toll-free 800-526-0444. It's your entry to shopping convenience and quality merchandise. Your card will be accepted at over 3,600 Sears stores across the nation. And you can choose from over 100,000 Sears products and services. Even use it for your catalog orders in the store or over the phone. Just say charge it. Call 800-526-0444. New Jersey residents, call 800-652-2777 for your Sears credit card.
0: The Sears Radio Theater has been brought to you by Sears Roebuck and Company, where our policy is satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Sears, where America shops. The Lady and the Outlaw was written by Shirley Gordon. Produced and directed by Elliot Lewis. Your host was Lorne Green. Our stars were Antoinette Bauer and Len Furman. Also heard were Norman Alden, Virginia Gregg, Brian Miller, Ben Wright, and Vance Hovay. The music for Sears Radio Theater was composed and conducted by Nelson Riddle. Art Gilmore speaking. The Elliot Lewis production of Sears Radio Theater is a presentation of C.D.I.,
8: Here's an important tax tip from the Internal Revenue Service. If you're 65 or older, there are some special tax breaks that you can claim, like a double personal exemption. That's right, an extra $750 for yourself, and still another if your spouse also is 65 or older. And there are advantages if you decide to sell your home and move to a smaller place. There's also a tax credit for the elderly. They're all spelled out in one of IRS's free publications, number 554, Tax Benefits for Older Americans. You can get copies by calling the IRS toll-free number listed in your telephone directory, or you can order by mail. There's even an order form just for that purpose in each tax package. Use it to send for the Older American publication or any other IRS publication or form you need. Tax Benefits for Older Americans. Get all the details now so you can take advantage of the benefits on your tax return.
5: Association says smoke's not just your affair, that smoke screen that you puff around the loose non-smoker's air. It's bad for kids and older folks with lungs not up to par. It's damaging for you, of course, but your smoke travels far. Your Alarm Association says please keep this thought in mind.
4: know that cigarettes are a breathing hazard smokers please don't add that extra offense give us a break for life
8: and
0: breath tomorrow's sears radio theater will be a comedy with andy griffith as your host let's listen what's the matter carl you nervous nervous
9: why should I be nervous? Well, maybe you
4: think Maria is going to tell you that she likes me better. Ha! This girl's got taste,
0: believe me. I'm just wondering how I can
5: restrain you after she chooses me.
0: So be sure and tune in tomorrow to the Sears Radio Theater.